amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. From Cali, Vegas, call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. KCAA Loma Linda. Listen on 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, and 106.5 FM. Have you lost your job? Have you lost a loved one? Are you exhausted caring for your parents, for your kids? Well, you can find immediate relief when you read Sheila Mack's new number one bestseller, Bootstraps and Bra Straps. It contains the Boots formula to move from rock bottom back into action in any situation, especially right now. If life has knocked you down, pick yourself up with bootstraps and bra straps. Get your copy at www.sheilamack.com today. Are you ready for a reboot? Welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. History reminds us those hit hardest often become the change makers. This year, we've all hit crazy economic, social, and emotional rock bottoms. We all get knocked down. Something hits globally, locally, personally. It affects our health, finances, our relationships. We have to recreate a business or career. Each show, Sheila and her special guest will be sharing their reboot stories, guiding you with real solutions to upgrade and up-level emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially here on NBC's KCAA Radio. Welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. Here we have real people sharing real stories and actionable steps to help you reinvent, rebuild, and reboot your business and personal life on your terms. I'm your host, Sheila Mack, and today we have special guest Jackson Harris. Now, Jackson is actually also a radio show host on the Genre FM in North Georgia, um, we're going to have a real talk about this pandemic, including opinions, raw talk, reality, rebuilding and rebooting strategies for this very interesting time that we all find ourselves in. So welcome to the show, Jackson. Thanks for having me. Yes. And I'd like to start off 
this show actually was born after my new best-selling book came out, Bootstraps and Bra Straps, the formula to go from rock bottom back into action in any situation. And we have really experienced every single rock bottom imaginable and then some over the last 15 or so months. So I like to start off by asking Jackson, do you have a time in your business or personal life where you experienced a difficult situation and how did you get back on track? How we got back on track? I got back on track with all, well, we were shut down in March of, was it March 12th with the online and it was a difficult time for everybody with school online and we couldn't see our friends because this coronavirus has hurt us. And so, so when we got back to school next year, um, we had like 400, 500 people got quarantined. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yes. So, so how did you, what was your strategy for getting through this tough time? It was so different for all of us. Taking a walk, um, eat really good food, um, talk to your friends online if you can, um, go go see them, but you have to wear like a face mask around them. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So today we're just going to talk a little bit about, about this pandemic, about COVID and ways that we're all trying to rebuild and reboot and get back on track after such an interesting time. So what is your, what is your thoughts on, on this whole pandemic? What's so my thoughts are, this is going to end soon. We're going to have a, a killer new vaccine coming out. Is everyone going to get the vaccine? Um, if everything's going to go back to normal, Yes. Yes. And I wonder, like, what exactly is our new normal going to look like? And it's almost like we have to stop waiting for normal to show up and live into each present moment, enjoying the now, because we have no idea. And to be able, you know, all these experts, all these people that have had such success in their life, when you think of Tony Robbins, different people like that, they all say about when you're able to deal with chaos and change the better a person can be resilient through these times, types of times like this, the easier it is for us to reboot and get back on our feet. So that's that's where we right. learn resilience. And it's just, it's really taken our, our population by surprise. I mean, life was great. <laughs> we were doing live events and celebrations and hugging everybody that we love and care about and friends and family over. And then everything changed in an instant. Yes, and things can change in an instant again, getting back on track, but it's little, it's little steps. It's, you know, it didn't just really show up in a day. So much happened that we didn't know about before that brought it to our country, that that, you know, made it spread, whatever that that happened before we even knew. So it's all those little things that happened that built up to that one day that our world had to shut down or at least our country. And so that's, that's something that we have to remember getting back on track. It's little steps. Sometimes when you're going through a rough situation, maybe you lost somebody, you had a tough situation. It's getting up out of bed in the morning. It's getting out of a depression. 
It's getting little things done around the house. It's slow. And then the next thing you know, you're building from there and you're getting better and you're doing more work and you're, you're, you know, connecting with people online differently. So that's it. I'd love to hear um, Jackson a little bit more about your radio show. So we started back in three months ago with genre FM. We wanted a different kind of stage radio station that plays any kind of music, any kind of talk show, anything to play on our station. And I was thinking of, let's start some with some easy shows we can do during the week, anything. And then I do my show and every morning um, I do a called the Jackson show where I just talk about the weather, the local news and national news. And I play some music back and forth. And I think coming soon, we're going to have the Jasper and Jackson show. He's back there. He's on his computer on that. And um, we uh, will be talking about it um, constantly and we'll having a great little show around. And wonderful. And we, well, we're only broadcasting the internet. So no, the FCC don't track us. Um, We're we are an own independent station. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that depending on what airwave you're on with the radio, for those listening in, um, some of us have certain rules and regulations. So we have to kind of um, be aware of what we say to um, serve the largest community possible and follow guidelines. So for instance, we don't get to cuss on my show. <laughs> and so if that happens, we have to edit it out with a beep or, a, uh, you know, we just skip over it. So we do some editing now and then things happen and words show up <laughs> that, that, um, accidentally show up from from a guest whatever so that does happen and i i actually record all my shows and then send them in in order to make sure that we don't have any i don't know um problems with with our regulations and really just in georgia Georgia, i'm the first 16 year old kid to start this on independent radio station by myself there's hundreds and hundreds of these radio internet radio stations and run by 20 year olds, 30 year olds and 40 year olds. And I'm the only 16 year old kid here in Georgia who has a radio station in North Georgia. Nice. How beautiful is that? And, you know, I have six children. Uh, They're all grown now. So I think my youngest would be 23. Um, He did not survive. So actually, but um, he passed away at 22. He had a heart condition. And um, so with that, I, I remember the most important thing about parenting that really served all my children was letting them go and do their passions. So my daughter, my daughter loves psychology. She started helping children. She would bring kids home from the different groups. This kid is cutting. Mom, we've got to have an intervention. We need to help this one. And I, you know, like you can't bring home puppies. You have to bring home these real problems. And and you know, but we would help these kids. And it was her. And so now she is studying psychology. She got three degrees this June and she's going to continue on Um, for her psychology degree. You need to get a PhD in licensing and this and that. So she's well on her way and we're very proud of her. I had another, um, a son that loves chess because I have three, I have three children I adopted and three that are mine. So six kids and you know, he loves chess. And so as a kid, chess and math and computers, he networked the Staples Center in California 
at 11 years old, building computers at eight from scratch. And that's just him. And he makes three, 400,000 a year playing chess. Now you'd think, my gosh, that's, that's a lot of money for playing, you know, for having fun, doing what you love. And so it's okay to follow your passions. And age does, doesn't really have anything to do with our abilities. Right. So, and well, we start, the reason we started this, I had, I had, we had, we'll have to have a broad license to broadcast this internet. We do have to broadcast, if we broadcast any copyright music, uh, we have to have a license. Royalty-free music, we don't have to have a license for. And I was thinking, wow, I can play royalty-free music I can find on Spotify and just play it out and have a little fun with And ha have a little fun with um, this pandemic going on and the mask wearing and, and you know, it's all that. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. And see, some family we can't see because of the covid but I, I just been saying this a lot. Go get your COVID shot, so you can see all your family again. And what I heard is twelve to fifteen year old kids. It's a hundred percent effective against the coronavirus vaccine. And for sixteen to eighteen years old, for the Pfizer, and this is the, this is both Pfizer for the twelve and fifteen, the twelve to fifteen, and the sixteen to eighteen. Mm -hmm. um, the, for the 16, 18, it's 95% effective. And for the 12 to 15 year old, it's 100% effective against the coronavirus. It, it It's amazing to see how much work these people had been going into for like a year. They didn't, mm -hmm. get, they didn't make this vaccine for a year. And yeah. what, what was the crazy part was I got my second vaccine. Something weird started happening. It was a madness starts sticking my arm. It was a TikTok trick. It was on TikTok. Yes, yes, I saw that. <laughs> and like a madness, it says uh, wine is cheaper than beer. It was sticking on my arm, just going all the way around my arm. Wow. Yeah. So what do you think about that? It's really strange. Um, I was thinking, yeah, the reason I got it is I want to see my friends again. I yeah. really don't care. There's a madness in my arm. And I, I really don't care. And it sticks my arm. It's, it, it, that's unused vaccine there there's no there's current there's no metal in these vaccines that's really strange yeah that's quite interesting isn't it i i did see that <laughs> on the tiktok as well and i was like wow that <laughs> that's different so we'll see what happens um yeah it's i think it's it's really um people are trying so hard to get back to normal and do whatever is feeling right and aligned for their highest good. And I have friends on all sides of the map, <laughs> whether, you know, pro-vaccine, not vaccine, mask, no mask, this, that, the other. Right. And, and, you know, it's really interesting because for that particular person, it's usually go with your gut, go with your intuition talk to your doctor, double check everything. If you have allergies or situations, whatever, and go with what you feel. Like there were times where people invited me to parties and I didn't feel guided to go, even though they wore masks at, at the time during lockdown. And, and they were like small group gatherings. And I wanted to go because I love my friends so much but this inner guidance, this, I don't know what you want to call it. There's science and spirituality. There's so much connection there. 
but there's a guiding force. There's something intuition, mother's intuition is really strong. I'm sure your mom kind of knows sometimes if you need something before you ask. And I just didn't go. And guess what? I said, I want to go, but I, I don't feel, I don't feel it. Everybody got COVID. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com at that one group gathering. And I thought, mm, I'm so glad I listened to whatever my gut said for me at that time. And, you know, and my immunity had been down and this and that, you know, I had gone through some other things. So personally, it was right for me not to go. And, and so listen to that and go with that and know that we're all doing our best. And in time, we all will figure it out. And yeah, I think that's going to make a big difference. Well, here's the big difference about this. I'm actually the only one vaccinated yes. in my mom's family. Yes. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 So that that's so that's something, and and it's interesting because it does it does protect, and and if you're healthy and young, it's it's a lot easier, and it just depends on your your you know, what your need is. Um, did you have any issues getting sick? Like some people got really sick. Uh, after the second no, I didn't week. get really sick. I just got like a mild headache and um, I didn't know. I felt I was going to get sick, but now nah, it was not that bad. Well, except the headache part and my arms started hurting a lot, but it was really yeah. weird. Um, the second one didn't hurt as much as the first one did. Um it, it, it's um it's it's a, it's a strange world where they're still testing these vaccines mm -hmm. over with, and then I just heard that Moderna is trying to get full uh, FDA approval on their vaccine over twelve to eighteen year old kids, mm -hmm. which is extraordinary. Now it's going to be a second vaccine for children, right? And we have to wait until probably as young as two months or two two years for this vaccine for children as young as two months. Yes. Wow. So that's going to be quite interesting. And I mean, I don't know. I think, I think back to 2019 <laughs> before 2020, before the COVID pandemic. And I think if, if I went to a fortune teller and she or he sat there with a crystal, crystal ball and told me about all the crazy, that this worldwide pandemic, all these crazy things going on on our planet. I would be like, right, and Santa Claus is coming to town. Here's your money. Thanks. Goodbye. And I would have laughed because it's so hard to fathom what's really going on on our planet right now with this. And it is, it's so serious. I have friends in India and they're really getting hit hard right now. Um, and friends in different parts of the world that, that are still um, on lockdowns and still dealing with it because the population is so big, they can't get enough vaccines, they can't um, get enough masks um, until they're vaccinated, whatever. And so it really is a serious situation. And for somebody young, 
how does that, I mean, you know, with your age 16, how does that affect you and your friends um, during this crazy time? Um, well, we were still seeing each other. I just heard that my one of my friends had one shot of the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, my other one's still scared of it for some absolutely reason. Um, um, I'm just happy for him, what he got. Um, we're just hoping to see each other once again when, when all over. And what we just heard is we're hoping for a, a new school year next year. Mm, yes. We're hoping for brand new yeah yes i i totally agree my my some of my kids came home because they were in college still they're they're a little older than you and so being being in college the dorms closed and of course i said well come home luckily i have a nice house that has enough room for everyone <laughs> and so everybody got to come home and and do online schooling but it's a lot because you're paying the same price for online schooling as if you got to go to school and the difference is that you're not getting to have that community the clubs the sports the you know, three or four clubs each kid would be in um, to, you know, connect with people and make friends. So it is very isolating. It was really hard for for my, and they're a little bit older even, um, college age. It was really hard for them to not have the social interaction with your peers and be able to just, you know, talk and and. I don't know, grab a burger together or whatever. They couldn't do any of that. So it, it has been trying on our, I guess, on everybody's mental health. And I do want to share for those tuning in, um, I believe you're sharing on your show too. There is something in every state in the United States and every province in Canada called 211. And if you Google 211 and your state, you'll find a list of different resources. So if you have a friend that may be having some, you know, difficult mental health health issues through this time, going through depression, um, there's, there's help and resources for that. There's resources to get food on the table. Maybe if parents or yourself has lost a job and you're struggling. So, you know, it's important to get to a place, ground zero, to get help. It's okay to ask for help when you need it. It's not like anybody planned this in some people's businesses. I had not know how many friends lost their businesses and have really been struggling. And so they don't want to ask for help. But if you share about this 211 to anybody you know, friend, relative, coworker, it could help them so much. They might not want to tell you they're going through a tough time or they're depressed and they've never had depression before in their life. But, you know, so this this gives them a resource that's completely free to get help when they need it. And it's very important. Yeah. So please do that, guys. It's enough. It's enough. So we have there's millions and millions of people who suppress. Well, there's one in every child here. Well, we have the high school here. We go to school at the high. I go to school in high school and stuff. And there's one in every child at the high school depressed, not feeling bad, about suicidal and stuff. And that's just heartbreaking about yeah. anybody who's going to hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. 
a few years ago I, on the news, I was watching, looking at the news and stuff. There was a kid who didn't like anybody. Was so bad, she just fell off a radio tower. Wow. Pretty much. And I was thinking, that's horrible. It's horrible. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So support your friends. Like, you know, like I said, my daughter would tell me whenever there was something, somebody dealing with a drug addiction that they were hiding, somebody dealing with depression, she would tell me. And it wasn't to get the person in trouble. It was to get them help. And it was done in a very loving way, but it made all the difference. And it's okay because it is a cry for help. And sometimes, especially at a younger age, even adults, they don't know. Maybe you have a parent, if you're a younger person listening in, maybe you have a parent going through something that you can get them to get some help or get help for you if they can't help you properly because it's it's really a tough time right now. So it's important. It's a tough time because we have this virus going around and people's getting bullied like constantly during this virus. Mm -hmm. uh, it's most common is bullying. Cyberbullying, bullying regularly. Yes, yes. So, what kind of bullying have you seen or experienced um, with all this? Um, about well, let's see. I think. Um, let me think real quick. I I experienced people hitting me in the face. Um, I experienced getting screamed at before at well, by a student at school and stuff. Wow, cussing uh, at me, all that. And see, um, I'm actually on the autistic spectrum. I have ADHD, mm -hmm. hyper attention hyperthermia disorder, and it it's horrible for me. I had people. I'm having a hard time making friends. Always, it's hard enough to make friends. Yes, yes, you know. And I want to tell you a secret, Jackson. As time I goes on, most of the people that I know that have that are on the spectrum or have ADHD become the most successful, happiest people on this planet as they get older. School is just ridiculous. And so ignore, it's hard to ignore if somebody's hurting you. So you got to get. School. We're in school yeah. for like three hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's just people constantly getting bullied. Yeah. And it's not necessary. And then you realize that, because the way your brain works when you're when you have these situations you just think faster you're just ahead you're so far ahead that you're on the next page and they it sometimes people can't relate because they're like five books below <laughs> and and so yeah and so that's okay it's not okay that they bully you but it's okay to know that it doesn't mean anything bad you're going to be able to create so much good on this planet with the way your brain is wired. So just keep remembering that you're going to be the one owning a lot and enjoying you being able to just use your talents and not be held back by, by school and bureaucracy and boring books that you already know. And you read it years ago, <laughs> whatever, or it doesn't interest you. Uh, so yes, I, I think that that's something to keep in mind and there's a lot of adults. I actually work with adults that manage big businesses and have ADHD and they are the owners of the businesses and they have multi-million, some of them billionaire people that, that 
struggle and I work with them and it's incredible because when you learn how to use that as a talent, as a tool, then you're on fire. It's, instead of it being a, a disability or something that's different, it becomes your fuel and the way you can succeed faster and better than the others, than any business competition, whatever. And so it's, it's, it's incredible and it's so fun to, to work with, with um, those incredible people that, that I get to work with sometimes. And yeah, so all I can promise you is things will get better. Yes. And so during, during this time of pandemic, are you doing online schooling? No, I'm actually in school. Oh, okay. um, well, we're out of school now because it's the summertime and stuff and going back in the fall, um, it'd be back to pretty much back to normal because this whole coronavirus thing's about to be over pretty much very soon. Mm-hmm. With a new vaccine, about seventy percent. Biden said seventy percent of the people get the vaccine, be back on track, to go back to normal, full time, right. and everyone back at school full time, and having much fun doing that. So, in the summertime, do you just study things that you're really interested in, or now? Um, see, here I'm a part time YouTuber on you. YouTube, and I'm a radio show host here on uh, John Redfin to be in North Georgia. And this is my hobby. I love this. I like kind of like doing this a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoy people calling in saying, Hey, I want to request this song, this, this song, ask me a question of anything. And it's amazing. Nice. See me do it all what I do. And I, pr- I promote the vaccine these people mm-hmm. to get it and then I have a COVID-19 PSA on my my um, mixer slash soundboard I play yeah. every single day yes yeah, so so it is important um, to get the messages out and like I said before I, I have people on every every different idea or thought about it and and I respect them all and I think information is really the best so that they can filter it through their own discernment and make the wisest choice for themselves and their family during this very interesting time and hopefully get us all back to work and back to school um, and back on track. So that does make a big difference. It really does. <laughs> yes. Yes. So now I have a question for you. If you could go back in time to maybe a younger, maybe 10-year-old you, what advice would you give yourself? Um, be smart, do well in school. Um, there's Telemata, there's a virus coming in the next next couple years. Um, ask, tell them to be prepared for yourself for this virus coming. We shut down schools because younger me didn't like school. Younger yeah. me didn't like school. I just love playing all the time, doing everything I want to, playing video games, it's everything else. And I still play video games at this time, but I don't play as much as I used to. I still do this now, and it's a mm. lot to do. This is great. This is really good. What what great advice. Yes, and I mean, I can only imagine if I told my, 12, my 10-year-old me there was going to be a pandemic, I would have laughed at myself and said, yeah, right. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
at 10 and that would have been it. But, you know, there is something to that. And I literally remember my grandmother lived through the Spanish flu, the, the Great Depression. She lived to be 103 and she would tell me about these things. And I thought, Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Well, we're smarter than that now. We, you know, we know about germs. We wash our hands. We, you know, disinfect things. Why, how, there's no way we could ever have this happen again. So history has so much to teach us. And if you can get living history, look up uh, real life stories from people, uh, that is going to really help to see how to prepare for all the interesting things that will show up during this time. And, and we will get back on track because we always do. So that's something to remember also. Right. Um, I hope everyone goes back on track. Um, I, I pretty much hope that happens. Um, I hope I can get back doing this. Full, well, in the summertime, I do this, full, this radio stuff full-time and part-time during school um, months. And it's... Summertime's only two months, and then when Christmas rolls around, I do this full time again mm-hmm. with radio show Christmas, um, the Christmas show with Jackson Harris, and it's a it's a little holiday thing I do where I dress up like Santa Claus and I stream nice. on. T- so what I do is I use the um, Streamlabs OBS to do my radio stuff with um, was it Twitch? I use Twitch, and it's called um, just chatting on Twitch. And it's a lot. I use it a lot. It's amazing to use. Now, with your show, are people able to connect and listen from anywhere um, through a link or something? Yes, um, through a link. I so the group I sent you, the Facebook group, okay. has the link to the mm-hmm. show. I'm also, I'll be if I send you another link and then put it in the show. I'm going to send you a link to a Twitch channel I usually use for my all my recordings of my face, facial expression, and my face and my show going on. And um, I've been doing this a lot. Nice. Yeah. That's great. So what are your future aspirations for once you finish school, high school? Try to get a degree in... Um, here um i'm a video gamer so i'm trying to go to a college called full center university it's in park it's in winter park florida and i'm trying to get a degree in into video game design and do then do um that and a radio degree a tv and film radio degree 
I'm studying that in high school right now. Nice. Yes, that is wonderful. And when you are getting your degree and studying, um, we're we're doing a program now with the station working with with students getting their degree. So um, hopefully if you visit um, Hollywood or California, we're in the Studio City um, Encino area and there's a whole station. So you can come do a broadcast live when you're in town at some point and that will be fun. So that that is wonderful. Yes, and I'd love for you to share, um, do you have any advice as far as for those listening in that maybe are parents that have young adults going to school that are maybe struggling with things that you, you've you been dealing with, um, with with maybe being on the spectrum or bullying that that which is totally connected sometimes and bullying just happens any advice for parents to help out with that what what's your thoughts hug your child very hard and say it's okay we'll figure this out we'll get this figured out they'll probably go ahead and call the school and make sure talk to the principal about um my child was bullied this week um, may I speak to you about it and just hug your child and see if they're okay and look and if they have any scratches or beat beatings or anything like that and mm-hmm. it's, it's horrible for anything yeah. like that that's gonna go away as you get older and go to college that is gonna so go away and uh, and in the meantime, one of the things that I've worked on for over, gosh, over 30 years since I had my first child, uh, believe it or not, um, was uh, different opportunities for students across the United States to have equal and fair education. And one of the things that was created in certain states, I know for sure California has um, something called opportunity transfer So if you're really getting bullied or your child is really getting bullied, you're able to go and request a transfer to even a different school if it becomes that dangerous where it's it's really dangerous and bad. And there's there's laws in place now that 20, 30 years ago didn't exist to protect children. And so, I mean, I recall being a young kid myself and going to a school where I I was living from home to home um, and being beat within an inch of life and then getting to school late, you know? And and then uh, at first I was picked on, but then I I had some fights and showed them who was boss and then that stopped. But I remember that even the teachers would pick on me. And I was like, wait a minute, you have no idea. You should be kissing my feet right now because I got to class alive. <laughs> and so they don't know. And that's changed. That has changed so much. So positive change awareness has happened over these years that has made all the difference. And so that's something I'm really passionate about. And I mean, like, that's my heart <laughs> to help make sure we have fair and equal education for all, and that the bullying, we don't need that. Kids, children, adults, we don't need that. Nobody needs that in their life. And anybody doing that, it's coming from something. Are they being bullied at home and they come and bully people at at school because they're 
that's what they get at home or, you know, what, what would cause such an action and how we can stop that. That's really another important topic of discussion for another time. And until then, um, we are running low on our time here. So again, um, I'd like you to share, Jackson, how people can connect with you, um, maybe hear your show. Well, we have um, two things we can do. So if y'all, the link I sent you, um, Sheila, I sent you is the Facebook group to my group. And then we have a couple of directories I'm on. Um, I'm on something called Streama. It's a radio directory we have for broadcast listening and um, still trying to get in contact with um, TuneIn with this radio station. And um, we still and do we still do Twitch for yeah. for video streaming and we talk and have fun in our shows and all that. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, I look forward to having you as a guest again in the future and um, seeing you live at the broadcast studio in California when you're ready, once you're graduated and traveling and we're all traveling again. So thank you again, Jackson, for being a special guest on the show. And for those tuning in, we'll be back after these messages. So stay tuned. Chapter eight. Parenting your parents, elder care. There's one practice that takes little time and is free, gratitude. When you're at this starting over from your rock bottom, you don't get days off, or your days off are full of extra work of rebuilding your new life. But expressing gratitude helps you see the positive changes that are happening instead of wallowing in the negative situation. Perhaps you can give thanks for not setting an alarm clock or getting extra sleep one day. When you wake up, say thank you. I'm so grateful I gave myself that rest. That was a beautiful gift, and now I can start the day. Look for things to be grateful for, and don't forget the small things. Your bills got paid. You were able to leave work an hour early and go for a walk. You have a roof over your head. You are fortunate enough to have cherished relationships or even that you got enough healthful food to eat that day. Make a decision every day, even when you're going through a difficult situation, to find three things to be grateful for and focus on those. A gratitude practice is a gift you give yourself. Focusing on these good things allows you to be happier and healthier. It keeps you calmer, lowers blood pressure, and improves your mindset. When you focus on the positive, more good things will show up. Just like when you're looking for the negative in a situation, your mind starts noticing more of it. Happiness is a choice. Living in gratitude is a choice. You can't change everything all at once, and it takes time to reboot. But you can enjoy those present moments and enjoy the things you can be grateful for now, instead of waiting to be happy and grateful once everything is in place and perfect. Gratitude has become a habit for me. As I write this book, I'm moving into a new home. 
I lost the other home in the fire I told you about, and I had to struggle for a while to get back on my feet and be able to buy a new home. But now I live in the nicest home I've ever lived in. As I walk through each room, I express my gratitude for everything I have. I'm grateful for the granite countertops where I can prepare food for my loved ones. I'm grateful for the hardwood floors where I can practice yoga. I'm grateful for the nice people in the community who welcomed me with open arms and the convenient sports center where I can take care of myself. And I'm grateful that you are here with me reading this book. Spirituality Part of your gratitude practice might also tie in with any spiritual practices you have. People have different belief systems and spiritual traditions that often come from how they were raised. Those beliefs and traditions can be very healing, centering, and grounding, especially for someone going through a rock-bottom situation. Spirituality looks different for everyone. You might go to church, temple, or mosque. Maybe you meditate or practice yoga. I find peace in reading the ecstatic poems written by Jalal Adin Muhammad Rumi, a Persian poet and Sufi master. When I take a moment to read his poetry, it brings me to a different place. One of my favorite short verses from Rumi is, Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. People in a relationship or a family may decide that they're going to practice their spirituality in different ways. Then, when they come back together as a family, they're going to be present because they gave themselves the gift of presence for themselves and their spiritual practice. It's important that you have that freedom to practice your own spirituality without judgment from yourself or others. It doesn't matter how you practice as long as you are able to do so if it's important for you and fuels your soul. A big part of your spiritual practice may be the sense of community you find with the other people who practice as you do. When you're able to tap into that group, it helps you feel less alone. You're connected with other people in your community, so you're not focused on your problems. Connecting with others helps you get out of your rock bottom for a bit. What does your spiritual practice look like? What might you like to add or change? Maybe you want to read a prayer or make a gratitude statement with your family. You can create your own traditions. The most important thing is that when you're going through something and you need your practice the most, whatever you've set up in your life helps you. Your spiritual practice gives you a way to get centered through the ups and downs and realize you're not alone. Set your intentions. When we put our intention on something, whether in prayer, in a song, in meditation, or in reading poems, it creates a shift in the object of our focus. When your intentions are positive, it puts you in a better state of mind as well. It becomes easier to resolve the situation that is outside of you. You're in a better state to see it, even if you're still not fully in control of what happens. A study, referred to as the IKEA Plant Bullying Study, 
was done on two groups of houseplants. Both were watered the same and had the same light, but one group was bullied and the other was loved. The plants that were bullied were all wilted and dying and sick-looking. The houseplants that had heard positive words were beautiful and healthy. Whether that energy comes externally or internally, when we set our focus on the positive, more positive shows up. That's not to say that it's healthy or wise to completely ignore a negative situation, though. It is often most productive to follow the boots formula with the negative situation and take the right action steps required. Then you can spend the balance of your time on the positive because that's where the magic of life happens. Our intentions and the thoughts and energy we send to people are felt. In Dr. Masaru Emoto's study on water consciousness and intent, he had people put their intention or thought, or you could even call them prayers, onto water across the country, and the actual molecular structure of that water shifted. You may have experienced the intensity of your thoughts without noticing. Have you ever thought about someone you haven't seen in a really long time and then you get a call after they've been on your mind all day? I recently had that happen to me with June, a woman from my yoga studio. I was invited to do a yoga teacher training program at my yoga studio. June, another teacher at the studio, got very angry with me because she didn't like the car I drove. In her mind, the fact that I drove a Mercedes SUV wasn't very yoga. Apparently, it's not spiritual to have a nice car. She either didn't know or didn't care that I had six kids I needed to fit in my car, and it needed to have good airbags. I was less concerned with the status symbol and more focused on the safety of my children. I sent June some videos on monks in India who talk about spirituality and money. Their stance is that you don't have to suffer. We're all blessed in our own ways, and if you're grateful for the beautiful things that show up, there's nothing wrong with material comforts. It's what you do with what you have that's more important. June wasn't having any of it. The next time I saw her, she yelled at me and then stomped out of the studio. I acknowledged that her anger was her problem, and I didn't own it. I was teaching yoga as a fun expression. Yoga is supposed to be about peace, love, and union. I didn't feel that at the studio, so I decided to stop teaching there. Soon after that, I went on the travel tour with my children. We had many beautiful experiences, and then when we returned, I went back to the little town where the yoga studio is. I did a class and didn't see June. I went home thinking about her and mentioned her to my daughter. Suddenly, I had a beautiful heart-opening moment of gratitude for June. In that moment, I understood the gift she had given me. She pushed me out of yoga as a training because I was supposed to take my kids on a world tour. If she hadn't had that issue with the car that really had nothing to do with us, we might not have received all the beautiful things that happened that year. She might not have known, but that was pure love. That trip blessed our family so much more than teaching yoga. 
As soon as we acknowledge that gift, this gives me the chills. The phone rang, and it was June. We were joking about how silly she was, but the moment we acknowledged the gift in her push, she called. June said that she'd seen on Facebook that I had started consulting. She said, I'm having relationship issues. Can you help me? We hadn't spoken in those years, but after that, we became close friends. After all, she was the one who pushed me off the yoga mat, not literally, and out into the world to do what I'm supposed to do. You might be in a disconnect or a disagreement with a child or loved one, and maybe the only way you can participate in that relationship is just by sending them love. You can decide whether or not you want to, but I'm telling you, just like the potted plants that responded to positive and negative thoughts, they will feel it. There's something magical about it. It could be that your relationship heals. It could be that they simply feel it, maybe not even knowing it's coming from you, and that's all you needed to do. Setting Self-Care Boundaries When you are going through a rock-bottom situation, you are most likely being pulled in many different directions. So many people want your help and time and attention. How can you help those without losing yourself? You will need to learn to delegate and set boundaries. Both delegating and setting boundaries are like muscles. If you haven't used them in a long time, it can be difficult to get started. Once you start using them again, though, it gets much easier. Delegating takes some of the pressures off of you so that you don't feel like you have to do everything. That gives you the time to also do the things that refuel and re-energize you so you can do all the things you need and want to do in your life. We've talked about setting boundaries in other chapters, but I want to give you my best practice. When somebody asks you for something, ask yourself these questions. Is this serving my highest and best good? Is it aligned with who I am? Would I only be doing this to please people? Do I feel like I'm supposed to do these things even if I don't want to? Or will this help bring me to the outcome I desire? Is it fun? Many times, we will say yes to something because we think we're supposed to, or even because we think we're supposed to find it fun. If it's not really fun for you, though, why give up your time and attention to do that thing if you don't have to? You could be doing something else that fuels your soul, especially when you're going through a difficult time. When someone asks you to do something, take your temperature. If you imagine saying yes to going to a dance party or a concert or going out to eat, how do you feel? Do you actually want to go? If it's a special situation or something for your children, you may say yes to share in their joy. We all have things we have to do or want to do, but we all also only have so much time. So you have to defend those things and set up boundaries for the things you don't have or want to do. Boundaries are healthy. It's okay to say no to things you don't want to do. If saying an outright no is difficult for you, 
try suggesting an alternative that works for both of you rather than just saying yes and then regretting it the whole time or saying no and feeling guilty look for and offer a solution that makes you both happy and meets both your needs you have to consider what is the highest and best use of your time and then set that boundary out of love for yourself You would do whatever is best for your child or partner or best friend, so it's time to do what's best for you, too. Setting Healthy Boundaries Example Peter versus Paul Healthy boundaries are one of the most important things a person can have for their own wellness and the sake of others. Let's look at an example of two students who were visiting the United States on student visas. One of them, Paul, has strong boundaries and enjoyed his entire experience as a student in this country. If you are just tuning in, this is Sheila Mack, host of NBC's Sheila Mack Show here on KCAA Radio, the station that leaves no listener behind. And today, I have a special gift for beautiful, authentic you. For a free Boots meditation and mini introduction to the Boots formula course, go to www.sheilamack.com slash Boots meditation. That's www.sheilamack.com slash Boots, B-O-O-T-S meditation and enjoy your free gift which is a free boots meditation class as well as a mini introduction to the boots formula course reinvent and reboot your life on your terms i'm your host sheila mack i'm giving you some homework grab a copy of my bestseller bootstraps and bra straps to learn the formula to go from rock bottom and back into action in any situation If you have a burning question for the show, send it in to www.dearsheila.com. Tune in again Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Time right here on KCAA, the station that leaves no listener behind. In today's Ag News from Agnet West, Republicans launched the Conservative Climate Caucus. We'll find out more in a report with NAFB after the break. World Ag Expo online is focused on dairy in June. Go to worldagexpo.com to visit the digital show and see the latest in dairy and livestock exhibitors, plus more than 15 free seminars. Register for a free My Show Planner account now and plan your viewing schedule. For more information, visit us online at worldagexpo.com. See you in June for everything dairy at World Ag Expo online. First tattoo, huh? Yep. I wanted to read, tough on white fly, easy on bees. What's the story behind that? Well, on my farm, I use this powerful stuff from BASF called Safina Inscalis Insecticide. Sorry, it's going to sting. So, Safina Insecticide? It's strong on white flies and quickly limits disease spread, but gentle on bees. Gentle on bees? Yeah. They're the bee's knees. Be strong and gentle with Safina Insecticide. Always read and follow label directions. 
House Republicans on Wednesday launched the Conservative Climate Caucus. The caucus includes more than 50 representatives from every committee with jurisdiction over climate policy and various ranking members. Utah Representative John Curtis chairs the caucus. He stated, quote, We do care about climate, and we already have solutions and a plan to find more. The goal of the Conservative Climate Caucus is to bring members of the Republican Party together to educate each other on climate policies that will make progress on reducing emissions through American innovation and resources. In a news release, Curtis said proposals to reduce emissions and be good stewards of the earth do not have to hurt the American economy, adding, quote, there's a way to lower global emissions without sacrificing American jobs and principles. Reporting for Agnet West, I'm Danielle Leal. How you doing? This is Gary Garver. In today's society, the majority of people are not getting enough sleep. I know I'm not. If you're like me and having problems getting a good night's rest, whether it's health or stress-related, I have a solution for you. South Pacific Sleep Lab. South Pacific Sleep Lab will do an evaluation of your sleep pattern and will provide a comprehensive study so you can start getting a restful, peaceful night of sleep. They take all types of insurance, which will cover your cost of the evaluation, and they will even provide transportation to their offices at no cost to you. For more information, contact Tony at 310-999-1887. That's 310-999-1887. Tony even stays awake all night, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, so you can sleep better and rest easy. South Pacific Sleep Lab. Start feeling better and getting a great night of sleep today. In today's Farm and Ranch headlines from Agnet West, a recent survey has helped understand which ag byproducts are most commonly used as feed in California dairy operations. More after this. World Ag Expo Online is focused on dairy in June. Go to worldagexpo.com to visit the digital show and see the latest in dairy and livestock exhibitors, plus more than 15 free seminars. Register for a free My Show Planner account now and plan your viewing schedule. For more information, visit us online at worldagexpo.com. See you in June for everything dairy at World Ag Expo Online. Navigating HR issues can be time-consuming and extremely expensive. Make sure your ag operation is managing employees responsibly with AgSafe's Agricultural Human Resources Certificate Program. The online program is a self-paced course that focuses specifically on agricultural human resources and helps manage the human and legal risk of the industry. Through grant funding, the program is being offered for just $50 through August. Visit agsafe.org forward slash AGHR to register today. That's agsafe.org forward slash AGHR. Dairy Farm Advisor Jennifer Hagee described which ag byproducts are most popular with dairy producers. Probably no surprise to anybody, almond hulls are, are a very popular byproduct in California. They're readily available. They're fairly economical. About 112 of the 138 dairies who fed byproducts fed almond hulls. So by and large, the most popular byproduct from our survey. Cottonseed, also very popular. That was about 95 of the 138 dairies. Just rounding out the top 10, dried distillers grains, canola, wheat straw, liquid way, soybean meal, things that you would expect. There were a lot of things that didn't make the top 10, cold fruits, cold vegetables. Basically in California, we've got so many ag commodities that have byproducts associated with them. And a lot of them we actually can and do feed to dairy cattle. For Agnet West Radio Network, I'm Brian German. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.